All right, guys, we are back on the Business Shift podcast with another episode. We've got a new guest coming in. We've got Juliandra Jackson. She is joining us today. Juliandra owns a boutique style branding agency called Color of Thought Creatives. Here, she has a heart to see small business owners succeed in reaching their audiences with impact driven uh, through brand vision, voice, websites, creative design, and strategic use of media. Her tips, tools, and three-step consulting process will get solopreneurs and small teams to the next level of their business and passion projects, which I'm super excited for because this whole audience is solopreneurs. And so this is great for anybody who's kind of looking for that service. Um, so she is also the author of the book, Branded by Bikes, The Joy and Struggle of Finding Success in Business While Doing What You Love. That book is available on Amazon. We definitely will be talking about it today. Um, and then outside of business, Juliandra is a bike racer teammate on Happy Valley Women's Cycling, where she travels for races and plans an annual bike retreat for women to help them grow in confidence with bike skills in an encouraging community environment. So I cannot wait to bring her on. Let's go ahead and cue that intro. Welcome to The Business Shift, the podcast for online entrepreneurs who are focused on making the shift to business owners. We talk about what it takes to build and grow a thriving digital empire and the transition required as you grow. This is a shift I chose to make in my own business, your client success, and one you'll want to consider making as you grow from solopreneur to business owner. Please share and enjoy. Welcome to the show. So great to have you. Hey, Alina. Thanks for having me. Yes. So I want to start the podcast off with first question for you, which is, do you think that there's a difference between being a solopreneur and being a business owner? And if so, what do you think that difference is? That's a really good question. And I think that it depends on your perspective on what you just said, like, what is a solopreneur and, and a business owner? And how do those things how can they, um, you know, inter interlock with each other? But then, yeah. how can how can you successfully carry out your vision as a solopreneur so that you have a successful business, whether or not right. you have a bunch of teammates and team like a team behind you um, or not? So, I think that yes, as a solopreneur, you can still have a successful business. Um, you don't need to have, you know, you know, you don't need to be intimidated by, I don't have a, a, a large team behind me or, um, a bunch of people that I'm hiring it, that doesn't determine if you can have a su successful business or not. I think it's more about the mindset piece of how do I go yeah. into each day of, you know, of the work that I do and the mindset of being a business owner, I think is more important than, what it looks like on the outside to other people. Mm, yes. Okay. So can you tell me a little bit about your journey as just an entrepreneur starting to own a business? I know everybody has their own story. So what's your journey? Why did you start the business? Did you start as a solopreneur and where you are now? All the good details. Awesome. Um, so Color Thought Creatives, I started that. Well, actually, I kind of got kicked into it. So oh, my interesting. Yeah, the, throughout my career, I was always in the media space. I was a sports producer for football and basketball at, at the collegiate level. But the production part of it, we aired shows at the time that went on broadcast TV. 
And so I produced 30 shows in just a short number of three years when I was there. And I actually got burnt out on the the broadcast side of things. And I thought I want to go digital. Digital is where it's at. And so I found a great grad school program in Spain called IE, IE University. It's in Madrid. And um, throughout that intensive, it's a one-year intensive um, digital and visual media master's degree. And I knew, okay, like I want to start my own business. I just didn't know when. Well, I ended Mm. up coming back to the United States and working back in broadcast TV, but this time in news. And I was a promotions producer for a, uh, a news company and um, just kept thinking, okay, like how can I go digital with things and get out of, you know, the TV space. Um, yeah. And it was actually because of the pandemic that, um, you know, as things were shutting down, now I was in news. So I didn't lose my job or like, we had to cover everything that was going on at the start of the pandemic. Right. But my um, fiance at the time, my, my husband's Jamaican. And at the time he was with my fiance and we were planning this wedding and it was going to be in Jamaica. And when he, when things shut down and we, he couldn't travel and, you know, come visit, I couldn't go see him. I, um, it just turned into like a really scary time. And what I ended up deciding yeah. to do was quitting eventually um, closer to the time of the wedding. I quit my job, moved to Jamaica. I wasn't initially going to. And yeah. when I moved to Jamaica, I thought, what am I going to do? And yeah. that's when I was a couple people reached out of needing help with social media and newsletters and blogs and like all of this digital communication stuff that I wanted to do anyway. And so it was sort of like, well, okay, like here I am living this other in, in this country that I don't know anything about it. We're in the middle of a world pandemic, but people are going digital. And so through that, I was able to um, start color thought creatives. I didn't actually start my business and apply for a business license till I moved back to the US um, almost a year later. But it was, um, you know, about 10 months of working, freelancing, doing this online thing, trying to figure out how do I make this a business, you know? And so yeah. that's how Color Thought Creatives got started was just yeah. the pandemic, living in Jamaica and a couple people, <laughs> I love that. Out, hey, I need help. So yeah, that's how, that's how that got started. That's amazing. So what does the business look like now? So right now I have um, two, there's two aspects of what I do. One is the media services, which is the social media, the newsletters, the blogs, the websites. And then beyond that, I have a few people on standby that if you need branded photography and content that, you, you know, that's on brand for you specifically, um, and then uh, video type stuff. So say you want to do a video series, say you want to do something for your team inside your business that makes training easier, say that yeah. you want to, um, you know, just have like a YouTube channel of like consistent content, well, we can batch, batch capture that and then create all these shorts that, that then get released. So all of that kind of stuff, as well as um, drop shipping stores that oh, your cool. 
merch. You don't have to deal with inventory. So I do all of this stuff that help, you know, your brand succeed externally with the communications and all of the, the, that stuff. And then on the right. other side, I, um, I've, tr- I've trained a few, a handful of people in getting their brand started. Like, how do I pick colors and a logo? How do I come up with a mission statement? How do I, um, you know, just get started with this vision that I have? I know I want to like go do something big. But I don't know how to get started and like make it visible. And so that's yeah. what I do is I can, I actually coach and consult with, um, you know, the colors, the logo, the imagery, the mission, the vision, the values, all of those things right. that, that they feel confident to take it and, and run with it, start posting on social media, get platforms started, all that. So Yeah. Okay. That's great. So at what point? does a business owner or if they're a solopreneur, but they're, they're growing their business, at what point should a business really pay attention to their branding and their logos and their mission statement? That's an amazing question. Um, so I say it should be before, before you post anything publicly, you don't even need a website. Think about your brand as um, I think I think it's one of the most important things to start with right away, no matter where you're at in your business, because you can always mm. go back and rebrand. Um, I'm talking to a friend right now, actually, she has an amazing photography business, and she's in process of rebranding because of yeah. growth and expansion. Um, right. So no matter where you're at, branding always is important. If you have not started a business at all, if you haven't started your brand, well, that's okay. Cause you might, it might be inexpensive. It might be an inexpensive logo or just like a single page, um, you, you know, website that isn't a robust full, full website, but, but you still need those things. Like what are my colors? Who, who is my audience? You know, who am I actually trying to reach? Why am I trying to reach them? And I think that it's important to um, just be aware of your brand is more about the identity, the, the who, who as if, if your brand were a person, how does that person look at the world? How does that person solve mm. problems? You know, how does that yeah. person communicate? And so mm-hmm. having an idea, even if you're at the start or if you're in a rebrand or if you're, if you're, you have, you know, 10 employees, but you need to adjust, you're constantly shifting that who that person and staying on brand with, you know, the visual elements, the design, typography, imagery, videos, all of that. While also, you know, producing, content and getting your products and services out there so branding uh, you know takes all of these things and makes it brings it into alignment mm-hmm. I really think that that's a cool idea of looking at your business like a person because I think like a separate person from yourself because I think that there are businesses where you could look to but you could be the brand and that's a choice 
right? But if you're wanting to hire a team, really scale, um, I'm personally of the belief that you're going to need to create a business that has a separate identity from yourself because you have a cap. And so I, lo- I love that idea of viewing it from that perspective of, okay, it has its own identity. It's its own thing. How would it act? What belief systems, core values and everything like that have. So that's really, really cool. Um, I'm curious as to what you think about that objection that people give to, well, I, this is a new business and I just don't know yet. I don't know what to, what name to give it, or I don't know anything about it. And if I'm going to just rebrand it, like, oh, it's going to just take all this time. So I might as well just wait. What, why would you recommend starting with the branding now? Because I hear a lot of people give that objection. Absolutely. So that's a, that's also another really good, you're just full of great questions today, Elena. Um, <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so one huge part of starting anything is if you can't identify, if it doesn't have a name, what are, how, how do people even know what it is that you're doing? If it doesn't have, mm-hmm. um, you know, colors that represent it, two to three yeah. to four colors, that makes it noticeable and people can keep coming back to and say, Oh, I know what that is. Um, Typography. Typography is another big one. As far as like, I explained this to one of my clients once that crimes have been solved because of handwriting. Right. And, and so if, if somebody can be identified by their handwriting and notes and, and other people can solve a crime by identifying, Oh, that's, that's person's handwriting. It's the same thing with your brand. Like, you want to have a typography that's super consistent that becomes easily recognizable as like, oh, I know, I know who that is. I know what that is. Um, yeah. So it's, it's interesting when you think about your brand as a person, you want to give it a name. You want to yeah. give it an identity. You want to give it a mission and vision so that others can come alongside and like fall in line with it, even at the beginning. And if you don't yeah. know, and if you're confused or, or just, you know, I could go this way or this way, well, that's what I'm here for. I, I've helped a number of people with hashing down who is your audience, who do you really want to reach, what is your your core service right now that you can start making money off of, et cetera. Yeah. So um, that that's what I think coaches and consultants are for to, to help get there so that it's not a guessing game and yeah. you're not, you know, you, you'll just get to the next step faster. And um, right. as far as like, the name piece goes, so my book, Brandon by Bikes. Um, yes, so it's going to talk about that too. I love the cover. That's great. Yeah, I wrote this and um, last year and released it in January of this year, 2023. Um, Congrats, and- that's huge. Thank you. Yeah, it was, it was a big deal. Um, but I talk about the name piece at the very mm-hmm. beginning in the intro and in the conclusion. It's and I I talk about how important a name is in anything in life because I mean whether it's name calling and like the psychological aspect of people shifting who they are because they they experience some type of bullying mm-hmm. or um, just who you are as a person, like we all have a name and that's, that's our highest, you know, that's who we are. And yeah. so when it comes to the name piece, it, it, 
there's nothing more important, I think, than naming your business, naming that brand and giving it like a, an identity that nobody else can claim or take because it's your business or your brand. Um, so mm-hmm. I, and I write about my own name and, you know, issues that I had with my name, Juliandra, it's really long yeah. growing up. And, and then at the end, I circle back around to that, but in order to stand out as a brand, it's okay. It, you have to be different. And in order to have that differentiation, you know, names, colors, typography, logos, websites, all of those things lend itself to making that a reality. Yes. Yeah. Um, and we definitely if, keep listening because we have a special offer for you guys for the book. But I love that you brought that up because I I see so many people, you know, think oh, I just they have that objection of I just don't I'm not going to spend the time doing that. Like, I just will wait until my business is further along. Um, and everything that you're saying, I think really sets the foundation for your business. And that's a piece that a lot of people miss because they think it takes too much time or I just they live in that like doubt and uncertainty. So how could somebody really fast track that process of being able to choose a name, choose colors? What should they be looking for? Um, Because I've, I've met people who've spent two years trying to decide on a business name and they've spent more time doing that than actually building their business. And you're like, that's problematic. (laughs) Yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, One of a big belief with color thought creatives is color thought creatives believes progress over perfection. Always. That's something that we say, Mm. um, within, you know, within my business. And it's something that I say even to myself. And so even with this book, okay, well, it might not be perfect, but progress over perfection. And, um, so, when it comes to colors, when it comes making a decision, if you will either propel you forward so that you can make a ne- the next best decision and the next best decision, or it will hold you back and keep you stuck. And if you can't make a decision about your colors or your logos, which can always be changed, right? Then I hear the how words. Can, <laughs> how can you then offer offer somebody of substance and of value that you can then make money off of and build this business if you can't even settle in on a color or a name or a logo or whatever else that that makes up your your brand you know a piece of the brand brand elements design elements so um yeah you know i i offer that i help people i can i do consulting and i can work with people i have um a whole actually a, a six week um very applicable hands-on program that I've walked a number of people through and they go from not having anything to having their whole style guide, you know, set in stone and and ready to be used. Um, And I have tools and on all of that that go with it. But I think that as far as like the mindset goes, make a decision, make it, just make a decision. Mm. Progress. Yes. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. So how long should, how long is your recommendation in terms of how long it should take them to choose a name and colors? Oh, well, it it really depends on the niche of the business and stuff, because there are some people that, that they, they already know, like they've done research. 
um, or some, you know, somebody need to start start doing research and what's available and knowing, okay, well, this is, you know, this is the goal. And so, you know, who is my audience and what, what will reach them? Because for example, if your audience is, um, if your if your core audience is, for example, men in their fifties um, and sixties that are struggling through divorce and you know need some type of network of help and connection. Well, you're not going to use a light, pretty, feminine pink to build that, you know. So, right to build that brand, you have to you, you have to do some research and have some insight. So, and then some people kind of know, no, these are the colors, these are the colors that I want. And then after doing some research of, okay, well, here are some key competitors that are doing the same thing. So let's mm. maybe swap out this for this um, to make it, you know, a little bit more identifiable and not trying to be matchy with a key competitor. So there's things that I can walk, walk a person through in order to, to really dial in on that. That's amazing. Okay. So I want to talk more about your book and Mm -hmm. what was the process of writing that book and why did you decide to write it? Because writing a book is not an easy feat. (laughs) Right. Um, So Branded by Bikes, like I said, it, I, um, I wrote it last year and then launched it in January. Um, what, what, what actually prompted me to write the book was I couldn't sleep one night and I just kept thinking yeah. and thinking and, um, I thought, okay, well, this is gonna be a really good blog post. So it's probably 2am and I'm like, okay, well, these words just won't stop coming to me. So, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna just write this out now. Well, within by by about 6am so from 2am to 6am I was just writing on my computer and I was like this isn't a blog post this is a book (laughs) and so I had written I think the intro and the first chapter and I was like okay like I'm I'm actually writing a book and I didn't even realize it um in the middle of the night so I took about six weeks to write the book and there's 14 chapters I believe let me actually double check that could be 12 chapters (laughs) you'd think I would know that's 14. It only took Um, you six six weeks? Six weeks to write it but then the editing so so much reading yeah so like at taking things out and moving it and this doesn't belong here so that took a, a whole number you know that took most of the rest of the year into the fall. Um, and then through fall, that's when I started to design the book and, um, turn it into what it is now, which is available on Amazon. So, um, yeah, it was, but it really, it actually, somebody gave me the advice to write out, um, you know, a temp, not a template. What's the word? Just get get your get your your big ideas out, and so that you have yeah. you know a path to follow of what you want to write. And when I did that, mm-hmm. it was really easy because I knew the content. Yeah, it was like I know, I know, I knew what I was yeah. going to put in. I just didn't know exactly what order and how it all worked together. But once I right. did that, I had a path to follow, and yeah, that the writing was easy. <laughs> 
Mm, so interesting because I look at that and going, if I were to write a book, I feel like the writing would be the the hard part. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's different, yeah. right? Yeah. For each person. Right. And not every single chapter was easy peasy. It's funny though, because like a lot of what I wrote, I would I would be on these long bike rides. Um, I'm a gravel cyclist, so I'd be in the woods riding and I'm like thinking, thinking about my book and like just like, oh my gosh, this totally belongs in chapter two. So I'd be like writing the the book while, while riding, riding your bike. <laughs> and then I'm like, well, now what? Because I have to go home and actually type this, you know? So yeah. Uh, and but it but it worked out, you know, it, it all came together. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. I love it. And I can't wait to tell people about what we got for them. Um, but my last question to you uh, today is what would be your biggest recommendation for people who are really looking to make that shift from solopreneur to business owner? What can they do today to start to start moving in that direction? So good. Um, well, the, the sub, the sub, title of my book is the joy and struggle of finding success in business while doing what you love. So I think that to just remember to stay focused on the here now, not lose yourself in the process of being this great business person, because um, every day looks a little bit different. Owning a business is a lifestyle. It's, um, it's always in progress. And there's always something shifting, changing, moving that you have to deal with or work, work, you know, work through. And um, so to stay in the joy of why you're, why you are even going headfirst into business and as a solopreneur, it can feel daunting. It can feel like a struggle. It can feel, you know, like you're, you're all alone out there, but I write about that in my book of just like staying in joy through the process, yeah. through the struggle. Um, I think so much of, like I said, being a business owner is more about the mindset of how, how you, you know, combat the things that come against you or come up against what you're about. Um, yeah. and it can feel lonely as a solopreneur, but um, just choosing to stay, stay in it and not give up because if you don't give up, you'll, you'll, you'll make it like that's bottom yeah. line. Don't give up and you'll make it and and you'll be able to yeah. have the teams and have multiple services that you offer and products that you offer and have a thriving brand that is your business. So. Amazing. Oh, thank you so, so much. This has been great. So we do have a special offer for your book. Would you be willing to tell people about what that is? Absolutely. So I'm offering. So Elena, thanks. Just like a thanks to you and to your listeners. Um, I just wanted to offer my book for free. Right now it's available on Amazon to buy if you want a hard copy, but I'm offering a free digital copy. So um, I will be giving you the details of that and people can download it and get it for free for a short time offer. And um, for a few, you know, weeks or months through, throughout the summer, whenever, um, whenever you want to release that people can download it and get it. And it'll either be through Amazon or direct download straight to your email. So, um, either Amazing. way you can get your own copy. 
Amazing. Oh, thank you so much. We will be including that in the description and all the show notes will have all of the goodies there. Um, where can people find you if they want help with their brand, if they're needing kind of that guidance there? Absolutely. So colorofthought.co is my website. Um, I'm also on, you know, Instagram, Facebook, all of, you know, the, the big, the biggies. Um, and I can leave, I'll actually leave you my, my email so that people can email me directly and get, get Ooh. her in direct touch. Um, I so appreciate I'll it. You and hello at colorofthought.co is my email and people can get in touch with me there. So um, I'm available. I'm here. And I, I love branding. I love to see how the pieces of, you know, the colors, the identity, the mission, the vision, all of those things come together. And I love to help people get to that next level easier than doing it alone. And so oh. I'm here. Amazing. Thank you so, so much for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Let's go ahead and cue that outro clip. Thanks, Elena. See ya. Thanks. Thanks for listening to The Business Shift, where we chat about no-nonsense insights and strategies to help you transform your online business into a successful empire. If you or someone you know is an online business owner and are looking to increase the retention and ascension of their programs and outsource their fulfillment, I would love to connect. You can connect with us at yourclientsuccess.com. Until next time, keep shifting your business towards success.